G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. This episode is going to be the start of a little mini series which is going to be on fast fat loss. Now what I want to do with these podcasts are kitten short and sweet something around the 15 minute mark. We'll see how I go. I always seem to go a little bit longer but try to keep it short and sweet so you can listen to these in the car, driving to the gym or work or something like that. Now with fast fat loss, I want to really teach you and just get into your mind strategies I use to achieve great results. So obviously, you guys see a lot of the results I put out with my challenges and things like that, which is great. But I also obviously have, am an actual high-level coach who works you know, privately with elite people. And something that we do, or I should say I do, is with my clients, what I really try to do is make fat loss as efficient as possible. So what I mean by that is that so often people basically look the same year round, and that's not what my goal is for people. My goal is whatever we do, we do really well. So if we have a goal of being a surplus, we're in a surplus. We're not playing around. My goal is be maintenance, we're at maintenance. And then if my goal is a calorie deficit, we do a calorie deficit and we do it really, really, really well. So often people look the same year round. They don't change. Or they tell everyone they're in a calorie deficit and after a year they're the same weight. But it feels like they've been in a calorie deficit forever, but the results don't show that. So... What I want to do is I want to help you guys fix that. I want to help you be efficient in your fat loss. I want to help you when you decide to make a change to be able to make that change and actually be able to deliver on that goal that you're telling yourself that you're going to be doing. So with fast fat loss strategies, we'll do um, one tip each day and probably do about six or seven of these over the next month or so and mix and match between episodes with um, guests on and then some longer form ones. But today's episode is on, and this is a big one. So I just want to preface this by saying everyone wants fancy systems from me, fancy um, fancy fat loss systems, or I get so many questions about carb cycling and all these macro breakdowns and all these things I do with my clients to get some of the world's best results. Now, that doesn't matter though if you don't do it. So what this first episode is about, and it's a really important one, this episode is going to be called Find Your Kryptonite. I repeat, Find Your Kryptonite. Now, kryptonite, what does that mean? Surely by now, if you followed me for some time, you know I love superheroes, like love, love, love. I don't actually love Superman as much as I love Batman, even though I'm drinking a protein shake right now out of my Superman shaker. But thing with Superman, probably the most famous superhero there is, is that he has his weakness, which is kryptonite. He's the most powerful alien in the world, in the planet, or whatever you want to call it. But he has one weakness, and that's kryptonite. Now, why does this matter? What's the point of this? Why am I putting comic book heroes into a podcast? Pretty pretty simple. 
because we all generally have our own kryptonite. We have that one thing that really basically messes up our diet. So what I mean by this is when you find your kryptonite, what you're trying to do is you're trying to eliminate the one area that consistently holds you back from results. Now, the best way I can have you understand this is to tell you about myself. And I hate talking about my my kind of physique and fat loss and stuff like that because it's a love-hate relationship when it's good and bad. But let me kind of tell you a little bit short story so you can understand where I'm coming from. Now, going into COVID, I literally about March in 2020, I think it was, when COVID kind of started, I was a lean, shredded kind of, I think, 83 kilos. When I was, you know, bodybuilding, living the bodybuilding lifestyle, you guys get me? I was about 89 kilos shredded. So here I was 83 kilos shredded, not living the bodybuilding lifestyle, but looking great year year round. Then COVID happened. I got brutally depressed. I didn't train for about seven months because we were locked down in Sydney in our home where we couldn't do anything. And even though I had a home gym set up, well, I had some dumbbells in my lounge room. I made every excuse in the world to not train. And I got so depressed for the first time in my life, I saw food as a reward. And Lauren introduced me to Uber Eats, unfortunately. And then all of a sudden, Uber Eats was my best friend in COVID. And in that time, I went from 83 kilos, muscular and shredded, to about 97 kilos in about seven months. So here's someone who's never really been above, up above like 90 kilos lean. And here I was, 97 kilos, seven seven months of no weight, so lost a considerable, considerable amount of muscle mass. So that's kind of my backstory. And then I decided to start losing weight eventually. And basically two, almost two years on since I decided to lose weight, Right now, I'm not 97. I'd like to be back again, my 83 lean, you know, that natural 83 lean. And right now I'm about 88, 89. So I'm still a fair few kilos away from that, but I'm also 10 kilos down from my biggest, which is nice. But what happens is I consistently start dieting and do quite well at the start. But then I start to lose momentum and I get angry and I give up because I get so frustrated with myself. Now, here's the thing. Do I know how to diet? Yes. Do I know and understand calorie deficits and energy balance? I'd like to think so. Yes. Do I know how to get everyone else in the world the best results possible? Yes. So what is going on? Why am I not getting lean? And here's the thing. I started dieting again this week, finally after getting so frustrated the last few months and giving up again and being angry with myself. Now, the first week though, what I've done differently is I've tried to address my kryptonite. Now, what would happen was I would eat perfectly throughout the day. I would eat quality proteins, quality carbs, fats, you name it, and a little bit of flexible dieting here and there. And then I'd save a lot of calories for late at night. But... And this is my kryptonite. And it's not trying to make excuses. This is just my kryptonite. This is my weakness. Now, late at night, because of all my mental health issues, I have to have a fair few different medications for my sleep, for my um, depression, for my um, mood disorder. So I'm having quite a number of things to help me 
because I have, I'm sure by now you guys know quite a lot of problems and, you know, at least it keeps me being able to get up and face the day. So all these things I have at night, what they do is I don't think they make me hungrier, but what they do is I make, they make me really drowsy. And when I'm drowsy and sleepy and kind of groggy late at night, downstairs I'm always watching TV because Rocky, my husky, comes in and lies with me and we, you know, it warms my heart that I've got my dog there and we're lying together and it's, it's that time in my life and in the day where I just feel at peace. You know, I've got my dog and I feel happy. But then late at night I start to fall asleep and then I wake up, Rocky normally wakes me up and licks my face and tries to get me to go to the toilet, or him to go to the toilet, sorry. And then I let him out and then he goes to bed and then I normally go upstairs to bed. But what happens is in this kind of state, I then go to the cupboard and I eat and I eat and I eat. And I do this over and over and over. And I'm fantastic throughout the day. I'm so disciplined. I'm so on point with what I do. And then late at night when I'm, I basically got my eyes closed, I'll have a tablespoon of peanut butter, then another, and then another, and then another, or then I'll have Lauren often, again, I don't buy bad food, not that there's good and bad foods. I want to correct myself, but again, I, when I diet, I know I'm not good at having foods in the house. I'd rather when I diet, use a flexible dieting approach, but go out and eat something and enjoy the meal. I don't want stuff at home where I can make bad choices. So what happens late at night is because Lauren films a lot of content with foods and Lauren, unlike me, has incredible willpower. Well, she will buy an entire block of chocolate and have one piece. And I'll be like, no, don't buy a block of chocolate. I don't want anything in the house. And then she'll have that one piece and then go to bed. And then I'll wake up groggy, one o'clock, 12 o'clock, two o'clock, wherever, and go and eat the entire block of chocolate. And I'm not even joking. We're talking about probably 1,200 calories or something like that. And I don't even realize, I'm pretty sure I'm doing it most of the time with my eyes closed or half and asleep. I don't think about the damage I'm doing. And then I come downstairs in the morning and Lauren's just like, Mark, you ate the entire block of chocolate. Like, you know, and then I get so angry because I'm like, I'm not losing weight. This doesn't work. You know, like I get into that real victim state where I blame everyone but myself and I say you know calorie deficit doesn't work for me which I know is just moronic because it works for everyone and then I start to feel like a failure I start to give up I get really really upset with myself like and this is really truthful I get genuinely genuinely depressed because I just feel powerless there's nothing worse in life and feeling powerless to your own self you know you can deal with other people and stuff like that but when you're not sticking to your goals it's really really frustrating and you get really defeated and then what happens is I start to give up so for me it's not about the want I want to lose weight it's not about the training training is the easy part it's not about having the knowledge I have not every bit of knowledge to get anyone the best result in the world and that's what I do but My kryptonite, my one thing that constantly holds me back is that late night feeding when I'm tired and delirious and stuff like that because of my medication. So it doesn't matter all these other things I can do, all these fancy systems. If I don't address that one thing, that kryptonite for me, it doesn't matter. So what I've done this time is since I've started dieting, I've made Lauren 
if she needs food to cooking or something like that, she's hidden the food. She's not anywhere near me where I know where it is. And then the only foods around late at night are just super um, volume dense food. So late at night often, because it's really hard to not, but late at night now I've just been having some blueberries and some strawberries. And I purposely been trying to leave a little bit more calories there, like a hundred calories or something. So I think last night, I did it again and woke up, but instead of having a whole block of chocolate, it wasn't there. There wasn't any delicious foods to just eat and eat and eat. All that was there was some rice cakes, which I think about two rice cakes were about 20 calories. And I had a handful of strawberries and a handful of blueberries. So all up, instead of having my usual 1,000 or so calories when I'm not hungry and I'm just not even realizing when my willpower for whatever reason zero, now I've addressed that kryptonite and instead I've gone and had things that all up cost about 50 calories, but they gave me that whatever I needed to feel like I had something to then go upstairs and to bed. So my big advice before I get into the fancy stuff, before I get into, you know, looking at aggressive deficits or looking at, you know, cyclical nutrition strategies and whatnot and fancy energy output strategies my number one advice is try and find your kryptonite because we all have a weakness. A calorie deficit is very much about, obviously, being in a calorie deficit. Every time you have that kryptonite experience that pulls you out of a deficit, whether it's one day, two days, three days, a week, you are then slowing down fat loss. So fast fat loss doesn't mean, need to mean super aggressive deficits. Fast fat loss can often just mean winning the week, winning the day, winning the week. If you lose half a kilo a week, but you do this consistently for six, 12 weeks, that adds up because you're consistent. Little wins consistently add up. So when you are not constantly making a mistake that pulls you out of a deficit and knocks out all of your hard work for a day or a few or weeks, you're actually going to lose fat fast comparatively because you're not constantly going one step forward two steps back so guys my challenge to you is if you're struggling over and over whether it's in your building phase a maintenance phase or a calorie deficit which is for me and i know so many of you out there try and look at what you're doing and try and find that one area because again we can look at many areas we can probably be like mm, there's probably five six seven things i'm doing wrong Try and find that one big rock because that one thing often has that chain reaction. For me, then when I do it, I wake up in the morning feeling defeated. I feel so angry at myself. Then I don't want to train hard. And I feel like everything's a waste of time because what's the point if I'm just going to eat terrible every night? What's the point on making good decisions throughout the day? And I become a person who falls into that victim mindset and I just want to give up. And this is as real as it gets because, you know, it's really hard because I see myself help thousands of people like without trying to sound, you know, like a wanker. You know, I legitimately have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people use my programs every single month and they crush it. But then here I am, the educator, I've educated around the world. I've trained thousands of trainers and so many people use my methods and I keep falling off my own goals because the first time ever, since my kind of medications kind of changed, this has been happening. So it doesn't matter all these fancy things I do unless I address my kryptonite. So guys, with that, find your kryptonite. The best that you can ever do to optimize fat loss 
is figure out the one thing that constantly pulls you out of sticking to your plan. Remember, adherence is the key. A calorie deficit is a must, but if you cannot adhere to that calorie deficit, there will not be the fat loss you want to achieve. So guys, hope that helps. As I said, we'll move through um, a lot of these fast fat loss strategies over the next few weeks. Hopefully that was not too long. Try to keep it short. But I hope that kind of helps and kind of makes you think a little bit. So with that, guys, remember, please, as always, if you do enjoy my podcast, please leave a five-star rating. That actually really, really helps. And a review. You know, I think I have, you know, 10,000 people or so listen to episodes. And I think I've only got about 100 or so five-star ratings. So that's a lot of you who haven't listened, um, helped me. So you can do it, uh, mean the world to me. And also if you can follow um, on the top of Apple Podcasts, there's a follow button at the very top of the Coach Mark Carroll page. Just press that and it really, really helps a lot. Um, and then finally, again, I know I always say it, but when you share my podcast to your audience on social media or tell your friends, your family, it really, really helps me out a lot. The world is getting very hard to, you know, get good things out to the world. Everything these days is clickbaity stuff or, you know, gimmicky stuff and not real education, people who truly want to help, but that's what I'm trying to do here. You know, I don't make any money off the podcast, that's for sure. I don't have fancy sponsors or anything like that. But the more people that share this and get it out to the world, and the more people I can hopefully help and, yeah, keep going at it. And as always, guys, if you want to use my methods, then please obviously go to coachmarkcarroll.com, invest in these programs. They are life-changing. I always get told it. I see it over and over. And let me help guide you and coach you to helping you hit your goals. All right, guys, as always, thank you very much. Next time, I'll we'll get to the next one. See ya.